Over the last several weeks, as we've walked through the crime scene and we've broken down photo after photo after photo, we're finally starting to get a clearer picture of what went on at the Melgar's house on the night of December 22nd, 2012. Weeks ago, I played for you the first half of Sandy Melgar's police interrogation that was taking place at the exact same time that Maurice Carpenter was investigating the crime scene. That interview concluded with Sandy Melgar agreeing to speak with a polygraph examiner. Her conversation with the polygrapher went on for about an hour, and then Sandy went back into the room to continue the interrogation. We've waited until now, until you have a clearer picture of what the crime scene actually looked like, to share with you the second half of Sandy Melgar's police interrogation. This interview went on for about an hour. But as you listen to it this time, think back to what we've covered for the last few weeks. You may even refer back to the crime scene photos available on our website. And we can now begin the process of evaluating Sandy's statements as they compare to the actual scene. The scene at the Harris County Sheriff's Department opens with Sandy and the investigators walking back into the room. Sandra? Yes. How you feeling? Freezing. Uh, I tried to turn the air down. Uh, this building keeps us constant t- temperature, you know. Um, how did the meeting go with Mr. Calvert? Yes, okay. Did you take the polygraph? No. How come? I don't. I needed to wait because I'm just too shaky right now. And uh, did he tell you he could go for that? No, he didn't say that. You understand what our mission is? Just try to get to the truth. I want to start. I want to start. You know, from the beginning. You, uh, you, and your husband. How long have y'all been married? Thirty-two years. Thirty-two years, and. From what I understand, you just celebrated an anniversary, is that correct? How many years? 32? When was that? The 12th was supposed to be, but we didn't celebrate it. I don't remember why not. What was the reason? I don't remember why not. I mean, that's a pretty big event. Um, 32 years, and within 12, you were supposed to probably plan that, huh? I may not have been feeling well. Okay. I think that's what it was. I wasn't feeling well. How, how old are you right now? Fifty three. And I noticed you walk with a cane. Why why is that? I had my hips replaced and I have a lot of joint pain from How long ago did you have the hips replaced? I had my left one about ten years ago or eleven. Uh huh. And then the right one about five years after that. So about five years ago. Yeah, six. Something like that. You've been walking with a cane ever since no, the replacement? It's just. When did you start? It's on and off when it's cold. My joints hurt more, but lately it's been more often because. So how long do you think you've been walking with a cane now? weeks, but some when the days are warmer, I don't really use it. Mm. Um, Today, because I was... You know, 
something I want you to understand is that what we do when we investigate something like this, Sandra, I want you to understand that we go to all extremes. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't quit. You're going to see a lot of me. You're going to see a lot of my partner. You are. We're going to find out everything about you. We're going to find out everything about your husband. We're going to talk to everybody in your neighborhood. We're going to talk to everybody that you're related to. We're going to learn everything. I hope you'll learn somewhere else, too, because it's it's not me. We're processing this. You're seeing your house, too. Okay? And a whole lot of stuff goes into these things. Okay? It's just so important that you be honest with us. Yeah. It's so important. And, you know, I told you it's protocol that we start close to that victim. That's you. Mm -hmm. That's protocol. Okay? And you know, we didn't just walk into this ball game yesterday. And we can tell a whole lot of stuff by the way that when we start with people, the way they react, the way they act. You need to understand that. May not always show, may not always let that be be known to you. But we're no fools. You need to understand that too. Okay? And We've been doing this long enough where there's things we recognize. You gotta understand that too. Okay. We talk to people all the time. I never said you did. Mm -hmm. I did ask you to take a polygraph test. Yes. I did. And I'm too shaken and I'm freezing. What's your What's your explanation though? What's your excuse for not taking one? It's not holding water, Sandra. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's not. You know, I'm I'm not. Uh, I'm just being upfront and honest with you, and that's what I'm. That's my job to do that. I just don't want to take it, and then it's used against me. That's because, not possible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So Those are not even admissible in court. Something you understand. I'll take one, but I mean, just not now. I've got a well. That's uh, that's the offer that that's the offer that we're uh, we're offering now. Okay. Then and you know whether you take one now or not, I'm not going to try to force you to take one. It's not. I'm not going to do it. I think it's awful ironic. I think that someone that's been married 32 years, there's some things I don't understand, and I'll be upfront and honest with you. There's some things that don't add up in your story of what you're telling me, okay? Maybe you can help me understand it. Um, now, you said you've been married 32 years, and you were supposed to celebrate that on the 12th. Well, what reason was it that you did? I wasn't feeling well. Okay. And you and your husband, how would you describe y'all's relationship lately? We have a great relationship, even better lately. No problems? No. No arguments? Has he ever messed around with somebody else? No. Has he ever accused you of doing that? No. you have any reason to do that? No. Okay. Um, and so, when did y'all decide to celebrate yesterday, last night? Uh, yesterday, just because 
I I was planning I was planning on going out of town on the twenty fifth or twenty sixth. Christmas? Uh after Christmas the twenty sixth. Okay. For what? My to see my aunt and my cousins. Where's that? In San Antonio, Georgia. Was he gonna go with you? No. Why not? We have four dogs at home. He's gonna stay out and take care of the dog. Mm-hmm. Does he get along with your folks in San Antonio? Yeah, but he doesn't like to go too often. How come? Uh, well, because he misses work and he just, it's not. When's he have to go back to work? Oh. I think it was beginning of. Well, he works for HISD, is that right? Yeah. So has he been off lately for, for yeah. vacation? And they Just have to go back, week. what, after the first of the year? Mm-hmm. So he'd be off the 26th to be able to go with you, huh? Yeah. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go? And is that because he don't get along with them? or? No, he gets along with everybody. You and him maybe we weren't getting along? No, we all get along. Everybody okay. gets along. He just decided to stay with the animals, huh? He just... Yeah, sometimes he does that. He just wants to. I mean, you and him have a great relationship. You know, probably want to spend as much time together as you can, right? When he has to work. And yeah, but when it's, you know, that's just not. He's into this health kick, and when we go down there, we eat a lot of meat and, you know, stuff like that. You know, be rude and say no. Okay. People in the radio just grill a lot and eat a lot of beef. So, y'all's relationship. You uh, you said that y'all have a great relationship, right? Yes. Y'all love each other. Yes. Care about each other. Of course. We've been together for this long. Yes. Yeah. And so We're making plans for. So y'all decided that making plans for what? For the future. For what were those plans? Retirement. What were y'all gonna do? Travel. Where? We're thinking about going to, um, you know, to see the Northern Lights. We're thinking about going to California, mm-hmm. Grand Canyon. So y'all decided to celebrate that yesterday. Yeah. Y'all get in the hot tub often? Yeah. The jacuzzi? Y'all do that quite often? Yeah. Okay. Um, so y'all went out to dinner. Was that dinner? What was the name of the restaurant again? I don't remember. Cuckoo's. Cuckoo's? And where's that located at? 290. 290 and what? I don't know. 290. Yeah. 290. What's it close to? Jones. Jones Road? Okay. So, that was at 8 o'clock that evening. What did y'all do earlier in the day? I mean... You had all day, right? I didn't wake up till noon. Okay. And so he had already been up working in the yard. Working in the yard. And then he went to HEB to get stuff to juice because he likes to juice. Oh, he's into the juicing, huh? Juice master type stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what time you got up at noon? What did you do when you got up at noon? Breakfast. And he was gone when you got up? No, he was there. He'd already he already got made coffee. Okay. And 
What y'all, what y'all do? Did y'all eat breakfast together? No, he had, he had already had breakfast. But okay. He had made uh, some for me and left me some coffee. Okay. And so, after that, what did you do? I cleaned up a little bit after the dogs. After the dogs? Did y'all go anywhere? Did he go anywhere? Um, he went to H-E-B. Okay. About what time was that? And then we went to... the liquor store to get eggnog for today. Both of y'all? Yeah. Where'd you, which liquor store was that? Down in the west. But he didn't go in. Just okay. Well, what's the name of the liquor store? It's on West Road? What's the name of it? Texan. Texan Liquor? Yeah. And it's on West Road? You sure it's on West Road? Yeah. Okay. And so, you remember by what time y'all went there? What time did you buy that? Probably had a receipt, huh? What'd you buy? Eggnog with bourbon. Okay. And you went in. And um, after you left there, where'd you go? When did you get strawberries? No, we went to Kroger's. Where's Kroger's? Where's Kroger's? Across from the liquor store in West. Okay. And you bought the strawberries. What else did you buy? Okay. And, uh, okay. And then after that, where'd y'all go? Uh, that's it. You went back to the house? About what time did you get back home? Four. Okay. And, um, so when you got back home, what'd you do? I also went to cut his hair that day, but I don't remember if it was before or after. Did you take him? He went by himself. So... Where's he get his hair cut at? It's a place called Nina's on Jones. Nina's? Mm-hmm. Okay. On Jones? Okay. And uh, you can't remember if that's before y'all went to the store or after? I think it was before. Before? So when y'all got home at four from going to the store, through what did you do with the strawberries and the whipped cream? Put that in the freezer? And then, what'd y'all do? Were y'all talking during this time? Interacting? I mean, what were y'all talking about? We, one of the things was, you know, find a better way to keep the dogs in the place where we keep them. Uh, Was that a sore spot with y'all? It wasn't a sore spot, it was just we can't keep them there. They keep escaping. What kind of dogs are they? Um, the mama's a Pomeranian and, and the Chihuahua is the daddy. So the puppies are probably small, huh? They're very small. Oh. Um, yeah. So, I mean, do y'all ever have a dispute about that? Yeah. Whose idea was it to have the puppies? Um, the dogs. I mean, whose idea was it to have the dogs, period? 
in the house? Well, the Pomeranian is my daughter's. She's taking it back when she comes. And the Chihuahua is mine, and they got together. Uh, now we have two more. Sure. My daughter's taking one of the puppies. Oh, okay. And I'm keeping just one. When she comes back, huh? Um, so, y'all talked about that. What else did y'all talk about? Had you decided that you were going to dinner that night? Or when did y'all decide that? Yeah, we had decided already. What time did y'all leave the house to go to dinner? I think about eight. You left the house at eight? It's a guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Did you call anybody or anything from the time y'all got home before? To the time y'all left? He spoke to his brother, I think. Okay, that was Saturday. And, uh, I think he spoke to his mom. Okay. And, what time was that, you think? I know you said you got about four. That was about, well, maybe six or seven. Um, so, how did y'all dress when y'all went to go out? Our brown pants, boots, and a brown sweater. Dress up? Just take a shower or anything before you went? Yeah. What about him? He had taken one after he got his hair cut. Earlier. How did he dress? He wore a black sweater, uh-huh. burgundy shirt, I think, and some blue slacks. Can't remember. So burgundy shirt, blue slacks, what color sweater? Black. What kind of shoes? No color. Whose idea was it to go to Kuko? We both like that restaurant. We go there a lot. What'd you order? Powdered fish. Mm-hmm. And he ordered uh, beef steak. So, what time do you think you got there? Did y'all have make uh, reservations? No. Just, okay. Was it crowded? Yeah, kind of. Did y'all have to wait? No. Okay, so you said you left the house about eight. You got there pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Eight thirty. It's only about fifteen minutes away. How long did y'all stay there? Flowers. Any uh, besides your food, y'all drink anything? Yeah, we uh, we had a. Just one? Both of y'all? And? No, he didn't have one. He didn't have one? Just you? Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, he didn't drink anything? He tasted some wine, had a little wine, that was it. A couple sips. What time do you think y'all got back to the house? Um. You said it was, you said if you were there, 
8.30 to eat. You stayed a couple hours. What time do you think it was when y'all got home? We stopped by CVS. Okay. And y'all, y'all purchased something there? What was that? Coke and Sprite. And what time do you think you got home from CVS? 10.30 or 11. Okay. Yeah. What'd you do when you got home? Got the drinks and went into the jacuzzi. Okay. And um, he was driving. So I have a garage door open. Mm-hmm. You open the door of the car to pull the car in the garage. Yeah. You did park in the garage, right? Yeah. Um, and just that door was open, and then he closed. Well, I went in, I'm sure he closed it, I went in before he closed it, because he went back up to the car to get, um, we had the stuff from CVS, and we had some dinner leftovers. And, but you know that that other side was closed when y'all got home. Yeah, I would have noticed. Okay. And you went inside, and what'd you do when you went inside? I put the food in the fridge and grabbed the drinks and the sodas and went into the bedroom. Did you grab the strawberries? No, we got that later. Okay, alright. So you went into the bedroom. Tell me what you did. Went to the Started the tub so to fill it with water and lit some candles. And How many candles did you light? Two. Okay. And so that's at 10, that's at 11, whenever you got home. Mm-hmm. So you did that, and then what did you do? Um, Okay. You said you grabbed the drinks from the fridge and you went into the bedroom, right? To the bathroom. Went to the bathroom. You started the water. Mm-hmm. And then what did you do? I got undressed and got in the tub. Everything. Mm-hmm. You took off everything in the bathroom. No, I took off my boots in the bedroom. Okay. And then I don't remember what I took off. Yeah, I took off my pants in, in the bathroom. What was your husband doing at that time while you were in there getting undressed to get in the tub? Um, he was still in the kitchen. Had y'all discussed? And you talked about, hey, we're going to go get in the jacuzzi now? Yeah. And what did he say? Yeah, that's why we went to get some drinks. Okay, so you're already in there doing that. Mm-hmm. What's he doing? I don't know. I was in the bathroom. Did he tell you, I'll be there in a minute? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Did he say that? Yes. When did he say that? He said, go ahead and start the tub. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's insinuated that he'd be there. 
So how long did it take him from the time he went in there and got in the tub? Five or ten minutes. So you're already in the tub. Did he bring the strawberries and stuff? No, I don't think he brought that till till he went to get the ice. Okay. I don't remember that's what he brought. But you already had what kind of drinks in there? We had Kind were we drinking? Yeah, what did what did you take in there? Coke. And he was drinking Coke, rum and coke. Did you take the rum in there? He had a flask. Okay. Yeah. Alright. And I had And so, how long was it before he came to the bathroom? And was he undressed at that time? I don't remember if he undressed in the bedroom. I think he did undress in, usually would undress in his closet. But what did he do that night? Did he walk in the bathroom with no clothes? I think so. I think so. Did he get in the tub with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what, what did y'all talk about? Talked about... I mean, no. he gets in the tub with you. Both of y'all have no clothes on. Tell me what the talk was. Talked about work. We talked about... What we're going to do when he retires, um, about health, is juicing, you know. Did he ever tell you he loved you? Yeah. Did you get intimate? Yes. I mean, was that the reason why y'all got in the tub together like that? Was that right away? Was that? No. No. Gave me a massage. I gave him a massage. Hugged and kissed for a while. Was that from the start? When you first got in the tub? No. Maybe half an hour into it. Did you have sex? Mm-hmm. Okay. How far was that into him climbing the tub with you? An hour. Okay. After that, you said that you said that you're in there for. How long? How long were y'all in the tub? I'm guessing two hours. Okay, so an hour into it, you do that, then are you still sitting there drinking and talking? Yeah. What are you talking about? Talk about our years together, but about It's not a matter of me believing you. I want to know what was said. He said that he was very happy that we were together, but he loved me very much. I told him the same. Why did you say that I wouldn't believe that? 
we think we got into an argument and everybody keeps insisting we argued. We didn't argue. We didn't argue. We didn't. You gotta understand something, Sandra. I know that you're doing your job. I know. Can, can he wear a uh, condom no. during intercourse? No. Does he, when y'all have intercourse, does he usually wear a condom? Uh, he used to because I was worried to get pregnant. And now, because I've you know, stopped having a period, he doesn't. So, what else were y'all talking about? You still got an hour of talking to account for. Talked about his new manager, or boss, the old one, quit. He was worried about what the new one would be like. Talked about... Um, health stuff, like... Uh, GMOs and organic foods and stuff like that. A lot of that carcinogenics about grilling meat and stuff like that. Just we talked a lot about that. So did y'all? Y'all both into that? Well, not as much as he is. He he's into it more, but I, I do it because he, you know, he'll juice for me and I'll drink it. But I told him I I can't quit meat, you know. I've cut back a lot, but I won't. I'll still eat it every now and then. How do you feel about no, that? No, he said fine. I mean, he had meat that night. Mm. He's fine with it, too. He agrees with it. He was just telling me a lot about research he's done. He's been doing about uh, health diets and person. What else? Talked about massages and he wants to go. He told me we were talking about some massage person that used to, uh, a friend of ours uh, sent a massage, a masseuse for us for anniversary one year, and he was telling me how much he enjoyed that massage and wanted to find that guy again. There was a guy? Mm-hmm. He came to your home. And he wanted to try some other massage place near the house. I can't remember massage your feet, or I can't remember what he told me to massage. What would you say to that? I mean, he wanted me to go, but I told him I'd rather just go have a pedicure instead of that. That so, and not as into massages as he is. Then what? Uh, talk about. I wonder what else. My daughter talked about her. I'm moving back to Texas. How'd y'all feel about that? We were both happy. We were happy about it. 
So was she a daddy's girl? She was until she married that loser. And so she married somebody that she's having problems with? Yeah, he's heavy into drugs. The hmm. so one in England? No, this was another one. Oh, okay. And then she had to move to get away from him because he would stalk her. Now, is she still married? She's married to the one in England. Oh, okay. Second marriage. Yeah. So how, how did you and your husband, uh, I mean, that's y'all's child together, right? Did y'all ever have any disputes over her? Yeah, when she was younger. Why? What kind of disputes? She was uh, rebellious, getting into trouble. And why would y'all have disputes over her? No. Sometimes I felt he was too strict with her. Sometimes I try to get him to reason with him. Okay. We disagree. We wouldn't have a huge argument. We disagree on things. So y'all were talking about her last night. What uh, what what was it about her y'all were talking about? Well, she just uh, recently lost the baby. We were talking about how she took it very well. So he was getting out. Y'all were getting out of the tub at that point. Did you let the water out? No. Um, the button was stuck, so we couldn't turn it off from the tub. And you said it was making noise. And she still hear, going. But she could hear the dogs. Because mm. the dogs were outside. And he got up. Was gonna go get the dogs or what? Yeah. Lock them in the bedroom. You expecting him to come back? He didn't say, but I figured we'd been there long enough, so I got out. Um, at what point did he go get the ice? Oh, that was before that, like an hour before. And you said that that's when he brought the strawberries and the whipped cream. 
that nobody ever ate any. No, we didn't because when he got back in the tub, he had left them on the sink uh, far away, like kind of far away. So we, when, when he did get out, he handed them to me. I ate one, and then I thought, well, I'll take them to the bedroom. We had the whipped cream, but not the strawberries. And so he went to go get the dogs. Tell me what you did. I got out, went to the closet. Which closet? My closet. Which is where? In the bathroom. Okay. And tell me what you did. I started to get dressed. And then. What were you wearing? You said you weren't wearing anything when you got out of the tub, right? So what? What did you wear? I was I put on a my bathrobe and where was it at? It was by the tub. So it was not in the closet. No. Okay. And then what did he wear when he went to go check the dogs? He wore a towel. So he didn't put any clothes on. No. Okay. So when you put the bathrobe on, it was hanging right there by the bathtub, and then what'd you do? Uh, went into the uh, closet, my closet. You shut the door? Okay, what did you go in there for? Find some clothes to put on, nightgown and this robe. Where was that? Where were the line, those items at? In the closet. You keep them hanging up. The robe is hanging. Yeah, the robe is hanging. The nighty was in a drawer. Okay. So what, you put that robe on there. What color was the nighty you put on? This one right here. Pink. Okay. Um. And. What else did you put on besides that? Underwear. What color was that? Socks. Those? I think there were lavender. Did you get those out of the same closet? Yeah. And are those the socks you put on? Yeah. Okay. And um, so then, how long did it take you to do that? It took me a while because then I started to put lotion on my legs. Where'd you get the lotion from? Inside the closet. Mm-hmm. And you put it on while you were inside the closet? Yeah. Because I had my chair there. You had a chair? on the chair there. Okay. Um, how long did that take for you to, from the time you, after you put on that robe and you went inside that closet? And got dressed and started doing the lotion. How long do you think you stayed in there? You have to ask that question again. I can't think straight. Okay. I'm thinking of time span. Okay. From the time that you got out of that tub. Now, he got up and he went to go check the dogs. Did you get out of the tub right away when he went to check on the dogs? Maybe about five minutes. I would say drinking. I mean, I, I drank a little more and then I got out. And did he tell you he'd be right back? 
Did he tell you what he was going to do? Yeah, he told me what he was going to do. He didn't. I assumed he was coming back. What did he say to you? What was his words? I'm going to go put the dogs up. Okay, how long does that normally take? And you can, if they're all inside, the little ones are hard to grab. So sometimes it takes, you got to chase them, especially the smallest. Okay, so from the time, five minutes, you get out, put your robe on, go in your closet. How long did that take you? Did you put the lotion on yourself? Yeah. Okay. And did you not think it was odd that you haven't heard from him? I didn't think it would have been that long. Still got some fresh strawberries sitting over there with whipped cream. Plus, I didn't know if he was getting dressed or... You still weren't planning on eating the strawberries? Yes, we're taking them into the bedroom. Okay, so you've already went and got dressed and mm-hmm. put the lotion on and you haven't heard from him yet. You didn't think that was odd? It wasn't that long. And then what happened? I was... I just woke up. I remember waking up and I couldn't move and my head hurt. So I just thought, I felt like I had a seizure, so I just dozed off again, which is normal. That's how I've always done it. I just fall asleep. So when you woke up, you said you couldn't move. Did you know where you were at? I don't know that I thought about it. I don't know where I was. Did you rub your head? Did you? Maybe you said your head hurt. Did you rub your head at that time? No. But it hurt. Why not? Because I couldn't move. Why not? Because my muscles hurt. My muscles in my my whole body is... Did you look at your hands at that time? No. I couldn't move. Are you still sitting in the chair? No, I was on the floor. I was on the floor. In front of the chair? I don't remember the chair was there. What did you see when you woke up? Just, I just remember realizing I couldn't move and my head hurt. Did you call out to anybody? Uh, no. See go back to sleep. Is your door open? Your closet door was open? I don't know because I was facing I was facing the shoe rack. I remember I was facing the shoe rack. So you didn't look around? I couldn't look around. I couldn't move. Does that happen often? When it happens, that's how it happens, yes. How often does that happen? I hadn't had any for years and then I started having them again. Have you talked to your doctor about it? Uh Talk to the rheumatologist and my. Who's your rheumatologist? 
Something like Malini. I want, where's her hospital at? Where's her office at? Um, Alex Deepo Chase. Alex Deepo Chase. And you don't remember your doctor's name? There's a doctor that I you have go to. doctors. Okay, we'll tell you, just tell us name. There's, there's your primary care doctor. When Dr. Wynn is my primary care doctor. N-G-U-Y-N? Mm-hmm. First name? Susie. Okay. Where is she at? She's on Highway 6. Okay. She's your primary care? Yes. Who else? She's the one that refers you to these people? Yes. Okay. Who's the next one? Uh, mainly just I've been going to the rheumatologist. You don't know the rheumatologist's name, but Malini Susie Wynn will be able to tell us, huh? Yes. Okay. Malini, I think. Malini? Malini. You know how to spell that? It's M-A-L-I-N-I. Yeah. Now, okay. So you said your head was hurting, yeah. It's still hurting. Well, where, where, where's the hurting at? It hurts right here, but I feel like I have a fever. Hmm. Does it feel like, like somebody hit you? Yeah. Your, your well, arms are all bruised up. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. But I usually yeah. break bones and stuff when I have a bad seizure. So Rub your sleeves up for me. That's Let's not see. unusual. Let me see. Hold your arm out. This one is bruised right there. Let's see that. Let's see that. Oh. Um, you got a lot of bruises on there. Yeah. You don't know how that happened. Well, these are from the, the tying, and then. So your hands tied in front of you. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, you feel like you got hit in the head. Fell and hit my head, one or the other. Yeah. You do that often? Sometimes, yeah. And you don't recall hearing something before that happened? No. No, you didn't hear nobody screaming, and you could hear dogs barking outside, but you can't hear yeah, somebody screaming before. inside. No. You know how close that that room is to where you were and you can't hear somebody screaming. I heard the dogs because they were probably right. I think they were outside like where the window of the bathroom is, but I didn't hear anything after that. And the jacuzzi was still going. And actually, I don't even remember hearing the dogs. My husband's the one that says Mm -hmm. he's got better hearing than I, but I heard the dogs whining afterwards. Yeah, I heard them whining too while I was in there, but I'm hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. I'm real hard of hearing, and I, I heard them whining. And, you know, the thing is, Sandra, you got to understand is that, you know, I've, I've been inside your house, I looked at the layout, see the way it is, and I'm 
not sitting here to call you a liar. I'm not sitting here. I'm trying to just, you know, I'm trying to hear what you tell me and tell me, I, you know, I've asked you to be honest with me and, <laughs> and, you know, I don't know that you're not, but, uh, you know, I'm a reasonable man and, you know, I'm looking at what I saw there. Now, you know, they, they told you that there's a camera that was pointing towards your house, right? You know that. Okay. We talk about points of entry on your house. Front door, then you got the garage door, and you got your back door. You uh, said they've got a doggy door for the dogs to go in and out of, right? Right. That doggy door is how big? It's, not, it's about that big. Yeah, little dogs to go in and out. Okay. And you said that your husband shouldn't have had to go out the back door. Y'all keep that door locked? Usually, and sometimes. If somebody, you know, you heard dogs barking, and I heard your dogs barking a little bit. They barking while we came in there, and they 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 chirp. You know, I got some dogs, and, and I got some little dogs, and they chirp. You can hear them. And uh, but now, you know what I saw there. When I saw your husband's body. That's a pretty violent attack. Okay, and the problem I'm having is, you know, I'm going through what you're telling me, and the way that I expect that this went down, okay, and I've worked a lot of these, okay, and the problem I have is that, you know, if he encountered somebody when he went in there, when he was gone for 15 minutes, you got out five minutes later, so he had a good five minutes, that's a long time. He went in there to deal with what he dealt with, and then you move into the closet to take care of your business there and get dressed and put lotion on. And if he encountered something that would do what we see there, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear something. And if that something is coming into the same room where you're at, to either knock you out or even encounter you, yeah. you're going to hear something. I don't care if you've got a tank cranked up in that bathroom with you. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear something when somebody encounters somebody that is stabbing somebody I wish I had, but I that didn't. violently that many times. You're going to hear that. I've seen people be stabbed in person, and you're going to hear it. You're going to live that the rest of your life. Okay, you're going to hear that. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear anything. I wish I had heard something. I didn't. See, that what we're seeing there, the physical evidence that's there, and what you're telling us, is just not adding up, Sandra. I'm not, I'm not wanting to call you a liar, but no, I'm saying I mean, I know you what you're had saying. to hear something. You're our only person that was in that house. I know. You know, we're know. here. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this, but you're the only one that was in that house. And, you know, are you scared of something? No. Are you afraid of somebody coming back after yeah, you? Yeah, I'm afraid they'll come back, whoever, but no. And if you don't tell us something, are you afraid of that? Is that no. what you're afraid of? No. You know, we need to try to get somebody, if that's what happened, we need to try to get them off the street, right? Right. But no, I would tell you, I don't, I didn't hear anything. The only thing I can think of is, are you covering something up, Sandra? No. Why would you take a polygraph? 
because I'm so stressed right now, I can't even think straight. It's not a good reason. Well, I just don't want it used against me, that's all. I'll take it, but not just... Why would we have to use it against you? Because I'm stressed, and, and I mean... I just I'm having a panic attack. Beyond, beyond that, has your husband ever hit you? No. No physical? No. Never. Did your husband tell you something or not that no. made you black out? No. It doesn't work that way. Has your, uh, would your husband have a girlfriend on the side and maybe a jealous boyfriend would come? No. Has your uh, husband ever told you he was going to leave you? No. Yeah. We were talking about plans. that. We were making plans. We do you think he's ever told one of his family members that he was going to leave you? Well, he has. I, I mean, have you known about, about that? No. 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 We were fine. We were just fine. What happens when we uh, we find only your DNA? At that scene, and no stranger. I touched him. Besides of course, you're gonna that, find, we were in the tub together. What if we don't find any stranger DNA there? I don't know. I mean, that's not my job. I don't know. So your your blood will never be a mixture into his blood. I'm sorry. The blood on him. There'll be never no mixture of your blood into his blood. If I'm bleeding right here in my hand, and he's bleeding, and I'll rub his hand, there should be none of my blood into his blood. I'm not bleeding anymore. Well, that's what I'm asking. There should not be anything, right? Of mine. Right. No. Not blood mixture, but... You understand that science has come a long way when I thought you meant me, me touching... Me having blood on me is from me touching... There's a difference between you checking for a pulse and the kind of DNA we're talking about. You know, you got some hellacious injuries on your arms. But these are not, they, I'm not bleeding from them. These are burns. You understand that, uh, you know, we, we look at those injuries and we can tell what that's all about. And what is that one all about? Those are some wraparound bruising. Wraparound bruising. Yes, ma'am. And I won't go into the reasons why that that's caused like that. I won't do that now. But I, I'm just telling no you, you need to yeah. uh, be honest with us. I get bruised all the time when I fall and when I, you know. How often do you fall? I've fallen many times. I've broken my shoulder from falling. I've, but you're walking with that cane. Yeah, but it's when on days that I don't walk. I don't walk with the cane. Uh, do you have a hard time I, walking when you don't walk with that cane? Depends on the day. Some days are good. Okay, on a good day. No, on a good day, I'm okay. It's warm You're fine? outside. No problems? No. I mean, I walk kind of slow. I don't I don't run or jog or anything. But. I mean, can somebody tell that you have hip, hip replacements on a good day? And that you got pain? No, probably not. They, they can't tell? No. Could you have hurt your husband and not remember? No. Have you ever done anything like that? No. Hurt anybody and not remember it? No. That's not a possibility. You're saying absolutely not. I mean, there may be something wrong with you. No. 
of your illness that uh, could make you snap, huh? No. It didn't work that way. I mean, after 32 years, we... Did he grab you last night? No. Did he squeeze your arms? No. Did he grab your arms? No. No. We weren't angry. We weren't... Uh, we weren't arguing. We were fine. No, he didn't. Not at all, Sandra. Actually, there was one little... When I got out of the tub, I almost slipped and he grabbed me. But that was this arm. Where? Show me. Hmm. Probably, probably around here. Okay. He grabbed my arm. Uh, he grabbed me. So he was in there he, when you got out. He was, he was inside when I, when I was getting out. And then, in, uh. I thought you said he get out before you did. No, that was when I went to the bathroom. I got out to go to the bathroom. Okay, so he grabbed me. Show me where he grabbed you at again. He just, like, I slipped and he raised his arm. His arm raise raise your sleeve there. Show him what you showed me. That yeah. right there, I think. That was it. He raised, he raised his arm to try to catch me. And I just grabbed onto him. And I got out. That was it. I think that was it. Yeah, but I think that was it. I remember it with this arm. Show him this arm. Show him the bruise in there. I don't think that's how it wrap around is, but I think that's from me falling and him. Can you show him up here? Yeah. He didn't grab me there. You got bruises here. Yeah. So where are those bruises from? I don't know. Those I don't know. I don't recall those. I didn't have those before. What about the other? Can you raise the other one up that high? A little bit higher. And on the outside of the arm. Okay. I'm always bruised and I'm always... Why? Just from my illness, from all the medicines I take. From What do you think should happen to the person that if we catch that did this to your husband, what, what do you think his punishment or her punishment should be? Do you think they should get a second chance? No. What no. do you think should happen to him or her? They should go to prison. Isn't that what they normally do? They go to prison. Burglary and, and then homicide be construed as a capital murder could be death penalty. Think they should get the death penalty? Yeah. Yeah. I have no problem with the death penalty. I think it certainly serves a purpose. Was your husband abusive towards you? No. We got along fine. Ask all my friends. We got along great. Did you stage that at your house, ma'am? Stage it? Yeah. Did you did you plan that? No. No, I did not. Would you tell me if you did? I wouldn't even know where to start to stage it. 
And how am I going to tie myself up like that and not even be able to get out of it? I mean, I, I really was trying to get out of it. Were you tied up when you first woke up? I couldn't tell you that. I don't remember. That's one thing I don't remember. I've been trying to remember that. How did you find out that you were tied up when you woke up the second time? Because I could, I could tell. I was more, more awake that time. More con- cautious or conscious at that time. And you never heard anything. You didn't hear your husband yell, no? No. That's pretty, you know, the wound that he had is pretty, it's painful. He went through a lot of pain, he suffered a lot. He was right there. That's less than 20, 25 feet from where you were at. The only thing I can think of is that I was already out when that happened. That's the only thing I can think of. Isn't it ironic that you could you you black out at exact time when he's getting stabbed and bludgeoned? I don't have an answer for you. Multiple times like that, dying, screaming for help. Oh my gosh! Just. I don't you know under, what? I don't understand that. that that's ironic to me. It's a lot of blood that he lost. And then whatever he encountered, he encountered them before you did. Until they came and knocked you out. That's why I think there was ample opportunity for you to hear something and nothing. You're saying nothing. I mean, I don't you could have had an army tank running in that bathroom and you'd hear that. That's what I don't understand. Could you hear him? No, I couldn't hear him. Could you hear him yelling for help? No. Could you hear him screaming? I didn't hear him. I mean, he was in pain. We know that. He suffered a lot. I need you to help me. I need you to help me. I need you to help me on this. Can you help me? I need you to help me. Sandra, can you help me? I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. I need help, Sandra. Please help me. Screaming after screaming after screaming, even pain. I need help. Help me, Sandra. Help me. Tell me. Your husband's a nice guy. He went through a lot of pain. Help me. Sandra, I need help. Please help me, Sandra. Sandra, help me. Sandra, I need help. I didn't hear anything. Stop already. I need help, Sandra. I need help. Help me. That's it. That's it. I, I, I need a lawyer. I, I'm not talking anymore because you guys are just trying to torture me here. 
I'm not torturing you. I'm asking for help. Do you love your husband? Yes, I love my husband. Do you care about him? Yes. She wants to finally kill him? Of course. I don't think you do. Did you kill your husband? No, I didn't. Did you have anything to do with your husband's death? No. This interview concludes all of the interactions that the Harris County Sheriff's Department had with Sandy Melgar. From the time Herman and Maria found Jim and Sandy, all the way through the next five years until Sandy went to trial in 2017. This interview is not only all that the Harris County Sheriff's Department had to work with, but it's also all of the information that they ever tried to gather from Sandy. We're now approaching the point where it's time to start connecting dots between police interrogation, the crime scene, and the medical evidence in this case. I've already pointed out and shared the photos of Sandy's arms taken by police investigators on the scene that night, the red ligature marks on her forearms, and the large bruise on her left bicep. But what I haven't shared to this point, and these photos will be up and available on our website, is what we know about Sandy's hands. Jim Melgar was brutally attacked. He had multiple stab wounds, bruising on his chest and on his face. And the apparent murder weapon was a large hilted chef's knife that was found in the bathtub. This type of knife, if stabbed into anyone with any amount of force, would at the very least cause bruising to the index fingers of whoever was inflicting the wounds. And what we often see in stabbing cases like this are cuts on the offender's hands. Also, given the level of struggle and the amount of defensive wounds found on Jim, we would expect even more injuries on the offender's hands. The night that Jim's body was found, the investigators took several photos of Sandy's hands. The back of her hands, the sides of her hands, and the palms of her hands. And what we see in those pictures does not add up to Sandy yielding the knife and attacking and killing her husband. There is one blemish, exactly one, on Sandy's hands. Just one very, very light, small scratch that appears to be already healed. Other than that, her hands are in pristine condition. No cuts, no bruises, and perfectly manicured fingernails. Sandy does not have a single broken nail. Not a chip, not a scratch, nothing. In my opinion, it would be impossible for anyone to have committed this murder and not have at least some damage to their hands. 
But the only way that we can fit this puzzle together is to connect Sandy's hands with the injuries on Jim's body. Next week on Truth and Justice. Truth and Justice is a production of NBI Studios. Michael Bussing is your executive producer, and Shane Yoder is our sound engineer. All music for the show was created, composed, and scored by PutThemInASong.com, who also mixed and mastered this episode. And Shane Yoder of PutThemInASong.com also created our Season 6 logo. Thank you to Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com for designing, creating, managing, and maintaining our website, TruthAndJusticePod.com. And as always, thank you to all of you for all of your engagement and support. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can do so in a number of ways. To financially support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. On the Patreon page, you can pledge as little as $1 a month. And we also have reward levels on the Patreon page that include access to the behind-the-scenes videos of the taping of our Friday follow-up episodes, Truth and Justice Army t-shirts, Truth and Justice hats, and even the opportunity to co-host one of our Friday follow-up episodes. You can also help us out by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. And lastly, you can always support us by supporting the companies that sponsor this program. But the most important thing that you can do is engage in the investigations. You can keep in touch with us through our email at theories at truthandjusticepod.com. You can like our Facebook page or join in on the conversation on the Truth and Justice Podcast fans page. And for all of you tweeters, you can follow along on Twitter at truthjusticepod. And don't forget that we always have our 24-7 voicemail line open for questions, comments, or tips on the case. That phone number is 269-224-2833. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. <laughs>